How to speak Australian. Oi! 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 Social networking. Beer. Foster's Australian for beer. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I am your host, E. Simon, tonight. Uh, Wackerly is not here because Wackerly is getting married this weekend. Wackerly's probably exchanging his vows right now. It's a special moment here on the show. I knew this day would come, but, but I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I think I can deal. So I have a couple guest hosts in the studio filling in. Uh, we have Casey. Casey, who's been on the show before. Hey, everybody. Hey, all six of you out there. How you doing? And we have a stand-up comedian and Australian man, Tyler, over here. Yep. Hi, everyone. How are we? I'm very excited to be here. Aussie Tyler. A real Aussie. Aussie. Tyler. Aussie. Yeah. Not Aussie. 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 Yeah, Aussie. That's, a, it's a, that's the American pronunciation. Uh, yeah. Aussie. It's kind of cool having a real Australian in the studio. And do you notice what he's drinking? I know. I purposely wanted. I purposely purchased Fosters in a can, a big ass can of Fosters, for Ozzy Tyler over here to feel comfortable. I, I feel like I'm back at home. This is amazing because everyone knows we drink Fosters all the time. I knew that. Yeah. See, I knew that, and I didn't want you to come here and like have us drinking Heineken or MGD or something. You'd be like, you know, I'm a stranger in a strange land. Exactly. I, yeah. I appreciate the effort. Um, it, it is Australian for practical joke, but that's okay. <laughs> that's um, good. It's good. Yeah. I, I know. You know, it's funny because uh, our Australian fans are like, no one drinks that shit. It's shit. No one drinks it. And it's like, uh, you know what? I don't believe you. Yeah. And uh, right now yeah. there's an Australian yeah. man in the studio. He's drinking right now. He's drinking a beer. So, you know, Australians, you can go suck and a fat after dick. The, <laughs> after the show, I'm making a blooming onion. Yeah. A blooming onion. I've, I've mm. heard of those. They're, they're very quintessentially Australian. So uh, how long have you been in the States here, Ozzy Tyler? I've been in the States for almost a year now, yeah. So you've been in L.A. for a year. Have you lived yep. elsewhere or just L.A.? Uh, just L.A. thus far, yeah. L.A. will rot your mind. I wouldn't judge this country based on L.A. I, well, I did travel to the Midwest, so okay. I, I did right. a bit in Nebraska. So I've experienced some, a little bit more of, uh, okay. All right. of America. So you've seen a bit, I've although uh, I've got to say the girls are much more attractive in L.A., yeah, I, I'm loving the Tinder of the, uh, yeah. what, what is it, the uh, their profile pictures, no, the headshots, everyone's got their headshots. It's yeah, and they're, they're sexy. I wonder if those are real. I don't think so. No? Have you, how, uh, have you been successful with Tinder? I have. I've had some experience on Tinder, yeah. Do you meet uh, Australian women on Tinder? I've seen a couple that are like traveling in the US for a few days and just want to meet people. Yeah, meet people, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah, meet. Yeah, that's yeah. how you use Tinder to meet people. Exactly. Yeah, they want meat. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's good to have you here. Uh, you're a comedy writer, right? Yes. And a stand-up comic. Yes. Yeah, so uh, is your whole bit like, in Australia, we do it this way, mate. And uh, is it... <laughs> he does do a Sinbad type of thing. I've seen well, it. Well, you I've know, black it. comics can pull it off. <laughs> yeah. Like, white people do it like this. Black guys do it like this. So you're like, in Australia, you know, we have kangaroos. 
Yeah, you have squirrels. That's actually not bad. <laughs> That's not a bad Australian accent. Um, I do do a bit of that, of comparing like Australia to America, but it's a lot of, of you know, what's differences and all that. Like t- t- tell me uh, the main difference off the top of your head, not to put you on the spot. Um, although the main difference is the Australian accent works a lot better on Americans compared to on Australians. Like that's been a huge noticeable uh, When you say works, like when you're hitting on oh, a girl? Oh, when I'm hitting on a girl, like the Australian accent works really well here where back home they just tell me to fuck off well yeah because it's just you're an australian guy yeah. hitting on australia. i bet you my american accent would probably make her flow like a river i don't know about your particular accent yeah <laughs> hi how's it going yeah. are you drink? would yeah. you like another fosters let's split the check now yeah that usually, usually dries up a vagina <laughs> that's some sexy talk mm-hmm. so uh yeah imagine in america though they love girls the girls love dudes with accents it's here. true it's yeah true. it's funny because i'm a horrible human being but the things that come out of my mouth i just think sound sexy no matter what i'm saying it's true like i yeah it's it's you know does this you know cloth smell like chloroform they're like no it doesn't and you're like oh, all right well, it's because yeah i mean yeah. you sound like you know like a foreign like debonair dashing like Aussie man exactly well I also think there's the whole if their uh, purse gets snatched he's gonna throw like a can of what cream corn and hit the guy remember in, uh, yeah and Crocodile Crocodile Dundee? that's what yeah. that's what I'm thinking yeah. a lot of American women still have a Crocodile Dundee fantasy yeah, exactly. do, do you ever do you ever fulfill that for girls like put on the uh, the vest the crocodile vest and the hat I have not yet but now that you've said it I kind of <laughs> want to just to see if it lands well, what's another sexy Australian man like Yahoo that? serious Hmm, I can't really think of too many. Yeah, wait, yeah, he's pretty sexy. How about men without hats? Were they sexy? No, I'm just saying, like, you know what? Uh, we have, like, Brad Pitt or someone well, or Johnny we, we've Depp. We've got, what, Hugh Jackman? That's oh, true. Hugh Jackman. Okay, yeah. yeah. So do you ever have to do that? Like, put a wig on and a Wolverine claws or something? A- again, I haven't tried the Wolverine <laughs> yeah. claws, but I'm just, I'm loving the list. Oh, we'll try it again later tonight. And I'm trying see to think of other... Every chick I've ever met has been way into Wolverines. So yeah. That makes sense. You know? yeah. I can see that. You know, you could fulfill girls' Australian fantasies. I'll, I'll, I'll try. A I'll koala try. suit? Get a koala suit. <laughs> well, I, I like with that. With a crotch cut out? <laughs> <laughs> you know what you should do? Is you should be the uh, character of your new web series that you're working on. Uh, I am. Thank what you is, for What a that. segue, huh? Yeah, that was, Wasn't that that good? was, well that was beautiful. Yeah, no, I planned that. Um, so you guys are currently, both of you guys, Casey's an animator, uh, Tyler over here is a comedy writer, and you guys are writing a web series about an Australian superhero, and it's not Crocodile Dundee. No, it's not. He's uh, Captain Australia, and he's this like big, burly, drunken fool who accidentally saves the day every now and again. No, is that symbolic? Is it supposed to be representative of most Australian, like the average Australian well, man, like Homer? Homer Simpson's the average, average. American male. Well, yeah, kind of. We've basically my um, co-creator Eric Anderson and I basically are limited to American stereotypes of Australians, and this is more or less what we've come up with. So uh, give me a couple stereotypes. He's what? He's boorish. He's fat. He's is he fat or is he's, he he's got, got a beer belly? He's got the bit of the beer belly. He's a big burly guy. He's not particularly intelligent, but he's really good-hearted and genuine. Like he wants to help people. And he's a badass, though, he's right? He's a badass. Yeah, like so, he wrestles sharks in the first episode. Does so, he wear tights like uh, like Captain America or what was Captain America? He wears like a yeah, blue wears like yeah, yeah it's like but tights. His are green. His are green. He has a utility belt made out of Fosters. Or, oh wow! Uh, for, for legal reasons, I don't believe we can say Fosters. Yeah. It, it is Fisters Lager. Fisters, yeah. And so he just drink. That's that's the only thing on his utility belt. He's what about got, a boomerang? He's got that he and boomerangs. a pair of boomerangs. Yeah. Okay. Does he have like an Aborigine assistant? No, his sidekick is Lieutenant New Zealand. 
Lieutenant um, New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm sure the New Zealanders are going to love that. Well, when they see secondary the, to the Australians, <laughs> once again, they're used to it by yeah. now. Um, but once fucking we, hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They gave us Peter Jackson, so yeah, yeah, uh, that's yeah, true. It, it's all on them. No, like he's actually Lieutenant New Zealand is the intelligent. You know, the superhero you'd want to have try to save you. But Captain Australia is the one that comes in. To it's like the brains behind the yeah, operation, exactly, and yeah. uh, Captain Australia is the brawn. Yeah, it's like just... the Tick and Arthur. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I, I could see that working. So, is there who's the arch villain? Um, it, it's a we have like the global villain um, league, and they go against the you know global heroes league. And... Oh, so these are villains from international villains, oh, it's all, it's not it's just Australian. No, no, no. It's actually homegrown it's an exchange program type thing where. You know, Australia will send Cap- uh, Captain Australia to America, and America will give Australia Captain America, huh. for example. Well, I like that. I like a, kind a, of the a exchanging superheroes. Yeah. 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 I don't know why we'd want an Australian superhero. Well. But uh, that could work. It, it could work. I would, I would just want it for the Fosters. Just drink some Fosters. And... So does he uh, have any, like, animals that, uh, that he does, like yeah, a kangaroo to does, ride on? He does actually have a kangaroo to ride on. <laughs> he rides it he a kangaroo? He rides a kangaroo, yeah. Like it's, on his back? It's uh, Bruce the Kangaroo. It's like his trusty steed. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is amazing. So whose idea was this? Was this yours? Or was um, this... It was Eric and I kind of went out drinking one night. Yeah, I um, can imagine alcohol is involved in the inception of this all, idea. Yeah. And yeah. we just, he was talking, we were talking about stand-up because he's a stand-up comic as well. And he was like, oh, you should do a bit as like Captain um, Australia when we're doing, at, when I'm doing a stand-up bit. And I took it one, you know, step further and went, you know, let's do an animation. Let's really yeah let's build on this it's a it's a character and we've uh we're very happy with what we're what we've come up with and we hope people once we're ready to show it so hope people like it how far along are you like have you guys done a full episode yet um we're still in the preliminary stages we're we're designing characters getting the story fleshed out okay and then it's going to be animated and then launched as a web series on youtube uh that's the plan yeah that's the plan what uh what's the anticipated launch date the oh, estimated God. launch date. We don't date. know. Probably six months from now. Okay, so in a few part. months, yeah. uh, Australia will be will have its own superhero. Yeah. Have you guys actually checked? Is there an existing Captain there Australia? Is, oh, actually. really? There's actually an official Marvel uh, Captain oh, there's Australia. a Marvel yeah, Captain yeah. Australia? But it hasn't been used since the 70s, so I don't know. Well, you, you better know? watch out, because you know what? What would happen if you make this, you spend all this time making this animated series, it launches, somehow it goes viral. And then next thing you know, Stan Lee's like, I'm going to kick the shit out of you guys with my Jewish lawyers. We'll, uh, we'll spell it with two A's. <laughs> <laughs> he should Australia. He should be an AA as well. So yeah. it's appropriate. No, okay. We'll accept the payout if that's what they want to do. <laughs> you, think they'll, you think, wait, you will have to pay them. I, I don't imagine it works like that. It doesn't work like that. Here's the, here's the deal. You know what? If anything ever did come of it, you know, it'd be great publicity, right? Well, Change the name quick and easy, and it'll be fantastic. In the so end. you'll change the name from Captain Australia to something else? Yeah. Well, it's also parody law. So I'm not an intellectual property lawyer, but my understanding is parody is perfectly fine. It is could, parody. Could you do that? Could you do like a Wolverine parody called like Wolverine, and he's like a super gay Wolverine guy with claws? You could, but you might have to change the name a little. You would? So yeah. you could probably change the name to like Major Australia or something, or Super Australia. Yeah. Or just something, and you'd probably be fine. Hopefully. That would suck if Marvel did that. 
I, I don't foresee that. I, I don't think long. so either. No. So yeah. I think it'd be fun. I don't know. Oh, we'll see. I mean, if it's in that story. case, you've already made it because the video is viral. So we'll exactly. see. So animated web series, Captain Australia, coming up. People, you can go to the Facebook page, right? You guys have Facebook.com, Captain Australia series. That's the one, yeah. yeah. And so what uh, these guys were saying, because we have Australian fans, if you go there and follow the page, you can post fucked up Australian stories, like crazy, you know, sick and wrong type of Australian stories. Uh, you can post that page. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be fantastic. And, uh, so I'll have to follow it. I'll, I'll post it on my page too. Captain Australia series at uh, facebook.com uh, slash Captain Australia series. And then uh, also on Twitter at uh, Captain or Capin, C-A-P-N underscore Australia. And uh, it's just being launched. I'm interested to see how this goes down. Are you going to be voicing it? Yeah, I'm voicing um, Captain Australia. We're looking for a lieutenant New Zealand at the moment. Oh, okay, you need a New Zealander, we need, yeah. We need someone who actually has a New Zealand accent. It's got to be real. I can yeah, do. Uh, real. I can do Bruce the Kangaroo. You can do. Let's Bruce. hear it. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. It sounds just like me. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I'm not saying I'm doing a voice. I just be. I'll just be Bruce the Kangaroo in a nasally Jew. Is, nasally would would Jew. that work? Well, he doesn't really speak because kangaroos don't know how to talk. Oh, you're not even going to have uh, lines for the steed, no. the trusty Australian steed. No, not at this stage. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm good with catchphrases. Take it sleazy. And it works. <laughs> all right, uh, we got to move on. Um, uh, you know what? I, one thing I wanted to get to real quick. Did you guys notice uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the news, a lot of uh, crazy racism and uh, protests going on right now? Which uh, you guys were talking about, uh, the guy that got shot yesterday in Hollywood, not that it's funny, but a homeless guy attacked a cop with a penknife, got shot in the face, and they're yeah. protesting now, so that's why they're you guys were late around. tonight trying to get over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, And people are just laying in the ground, right? And like, uh, laying on the ground. And Hollywood and Highlands are yeah. a major intersection if you've ever been to Los Angeles. It's, it's like, you know, absolutely major, and people are laying in the street right now as we speak. How many people are out there? I don't know, but the news it, it, it showed a huge crowd, and uh, you can't drive to the area. It's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And uh, they, I mean, they were protesting um, Ferguson, too, yeah. like a couple weeks ago, shutting down the 101. And uh, in San Francisco, they're protesting. And in New York, I they're pro protesting Eric Garner. I think there's going to be an uprising. You want to know what the real tragedy is? You live in Minnesota. You work at the heating and cooling plant your whole life, right? You finally get to Los Angeles. All you want to do is see Steve Gutenberg star. You get here, protest. 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 Steve Gutenberg star. It's just not fair. No. No, no, there's it's no just God. Not fair. There's no God. God, and that yeah. is the tragedy of everything. That, that's that's going the real on. tragedy is of your, the whole your, thing. Your hypothetical right. character. Right. So, <laughs> so meanwhile, there's all this racial chaos going on here and protesting. It overshadowed uh, a law that got passed in the UK. Did you hear about this? A long list of sex acts just got banned in a UK porn. I saw that. Oh, I did see. That. Did you read yes. about that? Yes. I was I wondering. Did. So, is Australia also as I guess conservative as the UK when it comes to porn? I don't think so. I, I think with the internet, you can't really block these things out anymore, can you? But I mean, I think you it's Australian it porn companies. Yeah. Like, do do uh, are there any Australian porn companies? I don't think. I don't know. I no? don't know if I've ever beaten off the Australian porn. Now that I think about it, like yeah. the Australian accent is not sexy. I don't watch like, with the volume on. Yeah, I'm trying know? to. Yeah. I'm trying to think about it. I mean, there's like some sexy English accents. Like, uh, what's her name? Uh, the girl, the woman that Elizabeth Hurley. She's got a yeah. sexy accent. What yeah. Helen like Mirren, now? sexy accent. <laughs> I'm just trying to think yeah. of like, well, Nicole Kidman, what is she? She's Australian, She's right? Australian, yeah, yeah. She, yeah we'll, we'll take it. Yeah, but I, mean, I imagine there's some Aussie birds that are kind of sexy, but are there any, I'm surprised there aren't any porn companies in Australia. Yeah. There must be. That's a good point. I'd imagine there would be. I just, I'm unaware of them. 
Huh. Maybe I should just expand my Google searches when watching porn. Well, so pornography produced in the UK was quietly censored today through an, an amendment to the 2003 Communications Act. This was this past week. Um, it required that video on demand online porn now adhere to these new guidelines. And uh, listen to this. This is what is the following acts have been banned by British pornography producers. Spanking. Caning. Aggressive whipping. Penetration by any object associated with violence. How am I going to come? I, that's How what I'm about to come? say. I'm like, getting older. It's getting harder and harder to come. You know, I need a little violence. And how vague is this? Penetration by any object associated with violence. Hmm. My, my penis has been associated with violence. Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot I've of things. that thing around. But there's a lot a of things you can penetrate a girl with that could be used violently. So like That's a, true. But a cucumber's okay because you're meant to eat it, right? Mm -hmm. I've hit people with cucumbers. Right. I think you can kill so, someone with a cucumber. So cucumbers off could. the list. Yeah. A hammer. That's true. <laughs> you know, I mean, a hammer could be violent, but a hammer also can be sexy at the same time. Mm -hmm. Personal experience there. Um, physical or verbal abuse. Well, there it goes. More Regardless if it's head. consensual. Wow. What is sex without verbal abuse? I know. Yeah. God. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, how are you supposed to hate fuck somebody if you can't if say you can't exactly. horrible things to them? Exactly. Um, this is interesting. I didn't even know this word. Urolania. What is that? You remember that? Water sports. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you into that, Tyler? Is that like a big thing in Australia? The huge what, what Yeah, we are, urine porn. We, well, not so much because it's an island, so we tend to cherish our water. So you don't really waste it on peeing on Yeah, people. but you drink these massive cans of beer. That's I imagine true. you piss a lot. Well, yeah, sure. Look how big that is. Compared, that, to, compared to your beer, my I beer. Know, I know. And that, that thing's like three times the size. That's as big as my head. Yeah, now that's and, a beer. And I'm, I'm talking about my actual head, not... The erection I just lost because you said I can't verbally abuse people anymore. Have you ever urinated on a girl like after a show? You went up there and you're like, you know, in Australia we drink a lot of faucets, mate, and she, we gotta pee. She didn't appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, darling, just need to drain the main vein. He just had a flashback of someone's dad <laughs> giving him a speech. That's gonna drain on the bloody push. <laughs> so wait, no, I mean, have you ever pissed on a girl? I haven't pissed on a girl as of yet. I have, have you ever done it? I've never done it. I, You've never I, pissed on a girl? I don't want that kind of thing on my sheets, man. Have you ever I, been I pissed like on by a girl? I've, I've had squirters, and I'm annoyed by squirters. Squirters are like a new thing. Like, I'm a squirter. Like, you're peeing. On You've me. never That's, just that. taken a shower with a girl and just pissed on her leg and then just waited to see if she noticed? I have she, not done that. You haven't had a long, long but I, I did in the Boy Scouts. Does that count? I mean, but that's not a dude. Oh, okay. that's totally gay. <laughs> or was that the Scout Master? Was it the Scout Master? It's not gay if you're a kid, right? Yeah, come on. Were you in a Weeblow troop? There was. There was. Yeah. Some, there was a towel snapping incident once. I'm still working through it with my therapist. But I mean, water sports porn though. I don't typically go for it, but I have jacked off to girls peeing on each other. I just, I'm not into that. You're not I mean, into no, it. Like, I, I remember back in like '95 style project days, right? Googling water sports. It was so. Oh, actually, it was Yahooing water yeah. sports, and it'd be people pissing on each other, and you'd get a giggle. Yeah, know? but I, last time I was at your house, I looked through your bookmarks. You had scatlovers.com. That's bookmark. true. That's true. You know, I do love that. So okay, so no, pee, you draw the line. Oh, like yeah, pee, yeah. that's gross. Oh. A little bit of shit. Who cares? Shit in your mouth. Come on. Yeah. So I wonder if I, okay, so urine porn here is off the, uh, off the and list. And I'm sure scat. I, I don't even do. see scat. It's got to be, right? I don't know. Well, what's still on the list then? What can they still do? Well, here, role playing as non-adults. What is that? Role playing as well, non-adults. That, that's dressing up as a priest and someone you know dressing up as a altar boy, maybe? I mean, you not know adults, what, no, a schoolgirl. Or a tiger. Did you remember we did oh, that yeah, story yeah, yeah. where some, some guy was in a tiger suit and he was uh, boning this woman and this video came out and the... 
British authorities apparently thought it was a real tiger, and so they charged the guy with having bestiality porn. So non-adults must be in tiger suits, like no furry outfits. I'm so feeling really bad for our Brits. Out this there. is like, but you know, this is making it very difficult. Like, what kind of porn can you I, make? I now? think this is just a Bible beater attempt to stop pornography in general, right? I mean, you know, I always thought Europe was just so much more like open-minded. Yeah, but does England count as Europe, really? I mean, I they're off to the an side. Island, it's yeah. an island. Do you Aussies have that rivalry with England still? Well, we're better than them, so yeah, of course. <laughs> in like everything. Like, well. I never, you know, what I never understood, it's like they, you know, they sent, Australia was a, a penal colony, right? Yeah. It was a prison. And they sent the people there, it's like, so you sent them from this, this island with just the worst, most inclement weather, horrible food, the worst dental plan, I think, in the, in the country, or in the world, probably. Yeah. And then you sent them all the way over to this, like, tropical, it's not, well, it's, it's like a beach side, you know, there's like beautiful beaches in Sydney and Melbourne and, uh. Lobster and just like um, amazing food. Yeah, it was definitely worth stealing the loaf of bread. Yeah, I mean, I would have been like, sweet, I get to leave England. But do you really want to bang Aboriginal chicks? I mean, really? (laughs) I mean, it's all good. I'm not touching that. I mean, really? Have you ever banged an Aboriginal? (laughs) I am an American as well, so I'm going to plead the fifth on that. Oh, all right. So something is off limits. Do you Mm. you have an Australian girlfriend that's half Aboriginal? I have slept with an Aboriginal. You have? Nice. Wow. Is that something, I mean, is there like racism in Australia towards Aboriginals? Uh, well, there's racism in Australia for multiple reasons. And just for everything? Yeah. But there are no black people there, are there? You, you just said Aboriginal. But Aborigines don't count as black people. Well, we have African migration. It's not African Oh, okay, so they're like Africans. Yeah. So you don't have like African-American people there. But No. But uh, yeah. I heard Africa was full of African-Americans. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I mean, but what what's the typical Aussie racist towards? Like what's... Like so, somebody guy that's living in Adelaide, down there. Who is he racist towards? I'd probably go. He uh, racist towards what? Let's, let's just say I'm just saying top of the list. Where's top Jews the up there? Is Jews like number three? No, I don't think Jews would be. No, they're not yeah. racist towards Jews. No. Wow, that's great. I think in America, because blacks, maybe maybe Mexicans and Jews. Probably maybe Asians Jews are somewhere Jews. up there. Yeah. Asians, no. I, I think I like Asians better okay, than Jews. Okay. All right. So what are, what are you saying? Asians, number one? I'd go, a, well, it's migrants in general at the moment, especially in the north. Oh, so immigrants. I don't yeah. like people uh, immigrating there. So Who likes have, immigrants? Aliens, though. yeah. Well, I always found it fascinating that, you know, white Australia is against immigration. Like, you're just like, do you, are you aware of where you came from? Are like, you aware uh, of this country? Yeah, yeah your ancestors <laughs> like, were prisoners. Like, and they were convicts. Our current Prime Minister, Tony Abbott, was born in England, and yet he's against immigration? Like, that just blows my fucking mind. Yeah, I don't get it. Hypocrisy. And so, so immigrants. So that could be. So you have a lot of Asian immigrants too, right? Um, I believe so. I'm probably not the most educated person on the topic. Is there like a nationalist uh, like party? There is. There is. Yeah. What's it? Because like, uh, what is it? The British National Party, the BNP, in uh, in England. I know that's yeah. like the big. Well, the conservatives like run Australia right now, right? Pardon? The conservatives yeah. run Australia mm-hmm. right now. Conservatives run Australia right now. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, we do have like Family First and all these other polis- uh, parties that try to hide their racism. They just do a poor job of it. So are they mostly racist against the immigrants then? I would imagine so. Where's Aborigines on the list? Uh, pretty high up. I always yeah. think, I kind of think of Aborigines kind of like Native Americans, like Indians. But yeah, that's yeah. actually a fair comparison. It's yeah. kind of thing. I wonder, do, I wonder if, uh, who drinks more? What, between? A- between our Native American or an, uh, just an average Aborigine? Do they drink a lot? They they do. It's actually kind of a bit of a problem. 
But it's a, isn't uh, the American Indians? They drink a lot too. Yeah, and they can't hold it because they historically didn't have alcohol for yeah, many many years. Too, you know, yeah. more or less the same thing with hmm. the indigenous in Australia. The white dude yeah. give them booze. Did the Australians give the Aborigines casinos? No, we did not. See, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's bullshit. bullshit. You guys yeah, are racist. Exactly. You guys are exactly. racist. But we have casinos everywhere anyway. Not owned by Aborigines. Exactly. Though. No. So you took their land, let them make them live in like what in the middle of the desert, that area, and in then the you're fucking them on top of everything. Yeah, and then you're having sex yeah. with them. And no, Jesus. no casinos. Oh God, probably one of the most racist countries Jesus I've ever heard of. Christ. Let's move on. Um, it's embarrassing. All right, humiliation porn not acceptable. Physical restraint porn no bondage porn. Female ejaculation. What? what? Yeah. How did they even prove that? Oh, they must mean squirting then, right? Is yeah, that... no, no squirting. Okay. Hang on, it's piss it's... anyway. Come on. No. <laughs> Don't lie to me. Is it still okay for the guy to ejaculate on the girl, but the girl can't ejaculate on the guy? Yeah. Well, that's just flat out sexist. I know that is sexist too. That's, that's awful. Strangulation. Face sitting. Which that's kind of bullshit too. Yeah. You know what though? Sometimes you uh, click on a red tube video and it's just face sitting and doesn't get any action. Have you ever had that? And some of those girls that you meet on OKQ are pretty hefty. That's true. You ever had that's them face it? That could I, be dangerous. I've never tried that. Yeah, that could be dangerous yeah, for you. You're not a huge you, guy. You're, you, you know. You can suffocate. Yeah, that. you could probably suffocate. Sounds fantastic. What's the biggest girl you banged on for OKCupid? I don't know. Weight wise, uh, there was a few incidences that I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> you're not, not proud, proud of. of. I'm, not, I'm not proud of. <laughs> you don't uh, care to revisit them here. On a podcast, oh, I, uh, I gotta work them out with my therapist. But hey, it happens. Yeah, well, you're lucky you didn't get face sat. That's true. You could be dead that's right true. now. You know, that's it. Although it's not a bad way to go. Like, I'm sure I can worse think of yeah, worse ways. Like this next way, this would suck if you died from this fisting. You're not allowed to do fisting porn in uh, in Britain. Wow. What's going on, Britain? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter because they'll just watch American porn, but it's like if you're a pornographer, a British pornographer... What can you do? I don't, Cut a hole in a sheet? I think what you do is you go over to Prague. I guess. Like Eastern say, Europe. Chicks are way better looking there anyway. Go to France. It's right yeah. across the channel. There you go. Make your porn and head back. And then just bring it back. Yeah. I think it's the condom rule in America, though. I mean, essentially the condom rule is to stop porn from being shot in, in you know, Los Angeles, so they have to move to Vegas. So it's, you know... It's probably along those lines. They're just trying to end it, basically. It, you know, it's just, it's, yeah. I mean, it's just a moral, moral judgments passed yeah. by, by people who I don't even think understand sexuality. Yeah. The thing is, though, I think, take it as a challenge, Britain. Come up with the most disgusting porn you can possibly think of around the rules. Any way you can. Get creative, huh? Well, what I don't... This is anything about a horse and vomit, right? But if you look at this, a lot of this is like porn that, you know, shows women having pleasure. You know, if a female ejaculation. Um, Wait, women have penetration. Pleasure? Well, that's the thing. It's like, are I've they against, about that? But I've never are, seen are they it. taking issue with acts where women derive pleasure from? You know, it could be. It's like, what's the deal it's here? Saudi Arabia shit here. The English aren't very good at satisfying women anyway, so I feel like this is just like they're <laughs> going, true. I'd love to do it, darling, but I'd be breaking the law. So <laughs> I don't think Penny Hill made anyone ever come. You know? yeah. So what what happens if, as an Australian guy, you go to Eng- you've been to England, haven't you? I have been to England. So do, how many are you successful with the birds in England? Yeah. How do you fare with an Australian accent there? Not as well as I do here. It's better in here. It's well, here. they're more aware of our like culture and all that, so the same kind of unique. You don't have that exotic charm. Yeah, they're here. just like, oh, he's Australian. Yeah, exactly. No, he's going deal. to steal something or work behind a bar. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it's surreal. I'm surprised that they, uh, they pass these laws without anybody even protesting at all. It's like here, you know, they, you know we're protesting... You know, could you imagine if they were trying to ban pornography? Oh, Think God. of the protests. 
think of the cum on the streets. Yeah. No, I mean, we would be up I mean, in arms, literally. They'd be li- lying on the streets everywhere. Yeah. 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 I, I, would be, I wouldn't even be doing this podcast right now. I'd be out in the streets. I'd be beating there. off in protest. I think that, that's yeah. why I wonder. Do you think you'd just be laying down the streets, or would you actually be jacking it? Jacking it. Jacking and laying down. Crying, just thousands crying, of people crying, jacking yeah. it. It's like, I want my fisting porn. Right, right. It's protesting yeah. from your living room. I mean, nowadays, too, How it's like, is that? you know, porn that's three months old is already too old to jerk off to. I mean, I need it quick and fresh, you know? I, I mean, I'm surprised. I wonder what the queen thinks of this. She might have had something to do with it. What if, what if the queen, because, I mean, they, these laws have been passed. What if the queen's just like, no, I like my spanking porn. Bring well, it back. The queen could probably think, get could it. Could she, she bring it back? It. She probably could. Yeah. I, mean, I wonder. I mean, I mean I'm, personally, in Britain, I think you should be a little more upset over this. Yeah. They just quietly pass these laws. And no one's doing anything about it. Russell Brand, you know, why isn't he like parading, you know, protesting for this cause? So right now the podcast is saying to you, Brits, call to arms, get some protest signs, take take some pictures. This would not fly. This would not know? fly in Foster's land. No. 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 Be throwing just koalas some, at the parliament members. Just make some protest porn. That's what I'm looking forward to saying. Yeah, protest yeah. porn. Protest I think go. you should. Yeah. I think it should just be, I would just, all I would do is just make a, a video, just pure female ejaculation, just for like three hours. Send that to all the parliament members. Although it's got to be a lot of fun to police this stuff, you know, like, oh, oh I just watched a video with some squirting. Let's go bust them. Yeah, you could yeah. be porn police. Yeah, porn police. Does it have like the, the consequences or what, it, what infringements it is? Or You get your butthole it, fingered, you, I think. Is that what it That's is? That's the first infraction. Like, is it jail time? Is it a fine? I, I think they is just, a, yeah, no, I they think up it's, the it's fingers. a fine. Oh, okay. um, and then they confiscate uh, what was, uh, yeah, they confiscate what was created. So, so pay the fine. fine and keep shooting. Well, I mean, I don't know, but they're going to shut your company down. I'm going to miss my porn with bad teeth. Yeah. That's all I got to say. I know. My northern It's bird. a tragedy. I think, yeah. you know, British people, I think there should be a revolution here. We taught you something about that. Yeah. That's, um, I that's think true. you might want to, I think you might want to, you might want to echo the American sentiment. Follow us here. Read it. Read a history book. Yeah. Read a history book. All right. Um, coming up next, I got an interview here with a New York City artist, Normal Bob Smith. You guys might actually know this. If you're, do you remember that Dress Up Jesus yes. set? Yes. His magnets? This guy created those. I've heard of this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he created the Dress Up Jesus. you ever see that? No, I didn't. It's like, it was uh, early Flash. It, this was probably, I think, one of the first viral websites. This is what we were talking about before, Style Project. Style days. Project, yeah, Mullets yeah. Galore. Yep. Uh, DressUpJesus.com. Steak like a, and Cheese. Yeah, Steak and Cheese. That was a big <laughs> one. But like Dress Up Jesus was hugely oh, successful. Yeah. And then the guy produced the, the magnet version of it. So you can get magnets put in your refrigerator. And I think he made a ton of money selling it to Urban Outfitters. It but then... Sense. Uh, like Christian or uh, Christian social activist groups uh, were up in arms about it. And uh, someone complained to Urban Outfitters. Urban Outfitters pulled it. Really? They pushed out, huh? Yeah, fuck Urban Outfitters. Why wouldn't you want to dress up Jesus if you love him so much? Dress him up. Oh, it's great. And there's all these themes like the bondage outfits, Star Wars, and you can dress him up as a Wookiee. Oh, it's great. It's a great idea. So we have an interview coming up with him. Um, He also does a series, actually, called The Amazing Strangers, which he just interviews randoms in Union Square, New York City. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, One of the guys that he he interviewed a few times, actually, I was trying to get him to bring him on the show. His name's Roman. He's a fart smeller. Nice. Yeah, he just, he he basically will just, he has a sign, and he just lays, he lays down on the ground, just lets girls sit on his face and fart. Only girls? Only women. Oh, okay. So he's not a total insane person. Would you do that, though, if you were, like, walking by and the dude has a sign? He's like, you fart in my face. Would you actually crouch down and fart in his face? Depends how many fosters I had. (laughs) (laughs) It depends on what the guy looks like. Yeah, it's (laughs) true. Really? Why? If he's an attractive guy, you would do it? 
I don't know if he was a disgusting human being. I'd be like, yeah, maybe he deserves to, you know. So okay, so fart. if he was, who would you rather fart on? If it was a uh, dude, like a guy that looked like Brad Pitt or a guy that looked like uh, I don't know Danny DeVito or something. I feel like you'd get the funnier reaction from Danny DeVito, but you'd enjoy the experience more with Brad Pitt by farting on someone attractive. Yeah, yeah. 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 Still hmm. the spank bang for later. Yeah, yeah, just I, um, violently beat off thinking of farting on Brad Pitt. I'm not looking at your internet searches ever. Where is the show <laughs> gone? Why? So anyway, he couldn't get Roman on, but we do talk about it. So coming up next is an interview with uh, New York City artist Normal Bob Smith. Before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire is crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand. And that can only mean one thing. It's Dilcember. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. Hello, is this D? Hey, Normal Bob, how's it going? It's D. Simon. It's going good, how are you? Good, um, thanks for being on the show. Uh, I was just, I was a little worried, I was wondering, are you, are you, have you participated in any of the uh, protests going on in New York City right now? No, I don't get into those. The demonstrations and stuff, I I lost interest in those years ago. Uh, I support, you know, the people who are on the right side, but I have seen very little. Uh, no action. Uh, yeah, well, I also have seen very like it doesn't. It hasn't done much. I've seen so many different demonstrations, especially their union, where they are. Uh, that's like the mecca center of where to go to demonstrate your yeah, beliefs, was- and uh, so I see a lot of that. I was wondering about this. So, so the Eric Garner protests have kind of taken over New York City, but where are they doing the protests? Is it like it all only in Manhattan, or is it oh, just all over? over. No, I heard that they're, they're – well, I saw it for myself at Union Square, at the north end of Union Square. They're there every day. I went there yesterday, and there was a – there was a big fat lady dressed up as a clown weeping on the ground, like playing weeping uh, wow. with a chalk, with chalk drawn outlines of people with their hands up all over the chalk that she'd drawn there. And people were taking pictures of her because it was very strange looking and cops <laughs> everywhere. There are cops everywhere. Yeah, I could uh, imagine. Did you see that video of, uh, I guess NBC was doing some Christmas thing somewhere in Times Square and this like fat couple like white couple kind of came in the background of the reporter and started miming the choking yeah, I, saw that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I was i was just wondering like what the sentiment is of the sentiment of most new yorkers like there are people like yeah it's fun we can go out and like no no crazier. those are probably tourists what i mean the new york is basically like 75 percent tourists anymore yeah so if you're seeing anything happen with somebody in the background in new york or whatever they're most likely tourists i think one of the reasons that i go to union is because it's the one place where i find people who aren't tourists there Uh, they are a lot of tourists at union square but what's good is they're outnumbered by the regulars yeah that's the thing uh union square is definitely like the you know it's kind of like the center of manhattan and, uh, and it, you get you get both you get best of both worlds you get the regulars that hang out there and uh, and yeah cool. you get a lot of tourists that go come through it, it's 
it's a hub. It's right there at a very busy shopping area and subway, you know, uh, platform area. And just, you know, and everybody's there for their lunch hour, passing through nine to fivers and homeless and crazies and NYUers. Yeah, and uh, peepers and fart smellers. You have definitely met some yep. amazing strangers, some interesting characters here in, uh, in uh, Union Square. I actually used to live, um, when I lived in New York for like a year, and I lived in the dorm rooms of uh, NYU's Tish, which is right there. Is that still over there? All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, the NYU's what did you say? Tish. Tish is like their film. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something. Those kids are always over. They're always over filming silly little projects at Union Square. One of my uh, close friends went to uh, Tish, I guess it's called, and uh, he lived in that dorm. And it's right across the street from Union Square. And this is like, I don't know, the mid-90s, probably 1994. Yeah, I know exactly where you mean. Yeah, yeah. That's where Danceteria used to be. I don't know yeah. if you're interested, but that's it, where Danceteria used to be. Danceteria was right there. I remember that. And yep. so during yep. that time, I wasn't going to school. So I wasn't allowed to be there for a certain a few hours every day. So I would just go and just sit in Union Square and just read a book. And you would just meet the the most bizarre assortment of people in that park. I swear to God, more than any other park in New York. Union Square. It's just known used, for that. Yeah, it was so strange. It, I mean, there's even a scene in Sopranos. I don't know if you watch Sopranos, but there's a, where, where uh, Meadow is going to NYU, and she goes across the street to Union Square with her friends, and uh, there's a woman pushing a shopping cart up a ramp, and her friend, and they're all watching her, and the girl who's her friend says, I'm going to go give her some money, and she goes up to her, and the woman's pants fall down, and she has newspaper shoved up her butt, <laughs> and it's at Union Square, and the girl starts screaming, and I was like, oh, this place has had this reputation since the 90s. Yeah, you, so you've met a lot of interesting people, and, and you've been documenting it on your website, Amazing Strangers. Um, well, it's normal Bob Smith and the Amazing Strangers section here, and it's like just an assortment of people, just random vagrants, drifters, street pre preachers. Uh, the fart smeller guy, Roman, who we were trying to get on the show this week. Uh, what, what's up with that guy? I mean, uh, you want his whole story or just what's happening right now? Give me the abbreviated because, version. But so, just explain what this guy, this guy's deal was. I mean, he used to just uh, hang he, out and get he, farted on, right? Well, I'll tell you one thing. He's one of the few who's been there as long as we have. Uh, I have seen Roman at Union Square uh, since 2002, and uh, and he. Um, has started out just doing political stuff, like the anti-Bush people. He stood there and held a sign that said, like, you know, the Bush regime is, you know, the Nazi regime and all that. Uh, and then, but it was about in 2006 that he realized he wanted more attention. And he started to, uh, when the Free Hugs movement happened uh, around 2006, when all these kids were carrying, NYUers, as a matter of fact, carrying the, carrying the Free Hugs signs, he started hanging around with them carrying a sign that said, Free Massages. <laughs> and, he would, and he would get into their, like, their crowd and carry the Free Massages sign, and they, they didn't want him there. They would kick him out, and he saw that he was getting a lot of attention for doing that. Um, so and wait, oddly, wait, wait. he would also... Hold on a second. What's so that? free massages for men, women, anybody? Well, that would be off. That would be him. And no, he he had a deal. Women could get any any woman could get a massage for free, but for a man, uh, he would have to. He asked for a massage in return if he were to give him a massage. But uh, <laughs> what was funny is when he would get do the massages. Then, if there were women, especially if he was attracted to them, he would persuade them to maybe give them a foot massage. He'd say, "Can I massage your feet?" Wow. And and the 
you'd be surprised how many women allowed that. And then while he's massaging their feet, he would say, would you mind if I kiss your feet? You know, and, uh, and so then he started adding to the bottom of his sign. It would say free massages and foot worship. He, he started writing that on the sign. These were his first kind of creepy signs that he started coming to the park with. And this guy, and that's why I want to paint a picture. He's not like, you know, some creepy old pedophile looking pervert. He kind of looked like a normal white guy. Like he could yeah, have been yeah, a politician like or something. <laughs> He's about 30 years old, yeah. and uh, he's, he's, yeah, he's just kind of a, a little bit dopey, a little, and, uh, but, uh, you know, chubby. But, yeah, I know what you're saying. He's not like a creepy old man walking around. He's just like a guy. Yeah, just but, a guy. Um, so then after he started doing the foot worship, he started realizing that he was getting attention for that. So he uh, upped it. Oh, and then the first time I filmed him uh, worshiping a woman's foot, this kind of pretty attractive Japanese woman was letting him put her feet in his mouth and i'm not sure if you've seen that video i yeah i don't uh, think i've seen that one uh, i have seen foot worship videos yeah yeah but this one he's sitting at the park and there's a crowd gathered surrounding him and he's got her whole foot in his mouth and uh it's, a, it's almost uh, like performance art at that point well that's when stuff started going over the edge and then he went to face sitting for peace and the fart smelling and uh so, so what was the know. deal with the fart smelling was it just women was it men and women no no it had to be a woman okay. and uh, he started that at occupy he would go down to zakati park with a sign that said uh what would it say fart smelling uh the fart smelling movement <laughs> and he would with walk one member just him. Man, He's the only member yeah, of the Fart Smelling Movement. Exactly. Yeah. And I interviewed him, and he said, well, the Occupy people have their thing, and pretty soon I'm going to be as big as Occupy. And, <laughs> and, uh, so what, did you ever film him get, smelling farts? Like, well, what, what was oh, the yeah, deal? Yeah. Like, a girl would well, just sit he, on his face and just rip farts? No, no, no. They stand there, and he sits down behind them and puts his nose up to their rear end. And they wouldn't actually <laughs> fart, but he and he would just as much as he could get, you know, he'd grab him by the waist and stick his nose in there and he'd just say, it's okay inhale. if you get smart. If you don't fart, I'll, I'll try and get whatever aromas I can get, you know. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, those videos I actually couldn't post on YouTube. I posted those on Vimeo uh, because they're, by according to YouTube, they cross a line. Oh, you got to be kidding me. YouTube. Yeah, oh. I'm not kidding. No. no. Yeah, same what, with is the, it run by Puritans now? There's certain ones. Also, I think there are some several where he had women sitting on his face for peace, <laughs> and uh, I had uh, certain ones of those got banned, and so I had to reserve those for just Vimeo. So, the, so you can see some of these videos. Uh, links to it on your site. So, what happened to him? Like, I, I called you and I was like, "Hey, Normal Bob, we got to get this guy on the show. It'd be funny to talk to him." And you're like, "You know what? He's done. He's you know he's hung up his jacket. It's Viking horns are now on a hook. Thing. He's done." I would never have predicted it, uh, but it was this last year, and in around June was the last time I ever filmed him. And he, he to the camera, just kind of said that he was going um, to upstate New York to because he the city was getting on his nerves, and he was going to live in a building that his mom owned, a vacant apartment that his mom was looking to rent, but uh, she, he could stay there until she found tenants. But then I started hearing from other people, and he emailed me even and said. Uh, I'm done. I'm not going to be down at Union anymore. Please don't, uh, you know, spread any rumors about me. Like he, he said, and I, of course, I'm not. What are you going to say? Start. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what am I going to say that he hasn't said himself? But he was. He sent me an email that sounded very paranoid. 
And he said, you know, there are people who are looking for me, and I'm just trying to keep it low-key for now. I want to change my life. And he also said he wants to, like, get a regular job. He wants to, you know, work at a McDonald's and have a normal life, and he's whatever. I don't know how much he's changed. He used to say that he doesn't even want a girlfriend. He would say, I'm a communist. I'm not looking for a relationship. I don't know how yeah. much of this has changed in him, but he, he does not uh, come to the park anymore, and he is missed. Yeah, it sounds like it. So, yeah, he's an interesting character. Um, unfortunately, uh, ladies in New York City, you missed your chance to fart on a man's face. So how long have you been hanging out in a Union Square? Uh, I mean, I, I moved to New York in 2002, and... One of the reasons I moved is because when I saw Union Square, I was like, oh, my God, this is a fantastic place. I've never seen a place where it's so uh, open to everyone, and there's such a circus of people there, and it's free to loiter there, and, you know, it's just endless. When the weather's nice, it's the entertainment is endless down there. So officially, I've been hanging out there since 2002. And how many hours do you spend there a day, like on average? Oh, and the hours have increased. When I first started hanging out there, I would only go there once or twice a week uh but since the website and i've really like committed to this youtube thing whatever it is i'm doing uh, i try and get there every day it's nice and i mean there have been days when i've sat there and hung out with friends or by myself or with strangers or whoever for a good eight hours even more probably do you just look at somebody interesting and then just like I'm, I'm gonna film this person i'm gonna interview them is that how it's, it works? It's, it's hard to say it's very organic i sit there and there are certain people who i look at and i go like oh my god i don't want to deal with this person but my god they're i can't take my eyes off them and they're going to be in my oh i'm going to get to know this person aren't i this person's going to be a <laughs> that's how it was with signs yeah. uh signs is this obnoxious a uh, homeless guy who, you know, he's kind of violent, very obnoxious. He hits me in the back of the head with his cardboard signs every time he sees me. <laughs> and uh, and when I first saw him, he was just a guy who sat out in front of Wendy's. And I would kind of just see him sitting there holding his little, switching his signs, say, what's the best nation? And then he switches it, and it's a donation. And he holds out his hand. And I was like, this guy is just a block away from discovering Union Square. And I don't want to, like be his buddy in many ways it turned out now he's a regular and i am his buddy and that's the thing a lot of these characters um and you have nicknames great nicknames for everybody there um but a lot of these characters are regulars in the park like do you, you see them every day are you on a first name basis uh, you know they're unpredictable some are there every day some are there once a week some disappear and you don't hear from them for a few years some disappear and you never hear from them again uh but the ones who i film are regulars throughout the year Mm, so that they show up whether it's whether it's every single day or once a week or at least a few times a month they're there you know regularly so so let's talk about the uh, peeping toms you did you have like an extensive guide to union square's peeping toms like on your website and these are these mm -hmm. guys who i guess kind of strategically and nonchalantly ogle woman's uh panties yeah, and not only that, but some of them, uh, I would say about 50% of them now take pictures. They have cameras okay. of some sort on their, on their handheld devices and also take pictures. But yeah, I, uh, uh, and then others who just stand there and gawk. Well, what's the deal with these guys? Like, are these, are they committing a crime? Is peeping illegal or is only, only if you, or do you cross a line when you record well, it? Well, no, it, it actually, 
uh, it actually is not illegal to stand there and stare up a girl's skirt who's sitting on the steps. That is completely legal. You're allowed to do that. It's creepy, and it's probably frowned upon. You know, it's frowned upon by people sitting around the park. But uh, it is illegal, I believe, in fact, I, I, uh, to uh, take pictures. Um, I want to say that I just read an article the other day that they overturned that law, though, that now is no longer illegal to take pictures, uh, gratuitous pictures, you know. And, uh, but, uh, but mean, yeah, they, they stand there. And the difference between them and somebody who just, you know, when, who hasn't walked by and seen some girl, and then also you're like, oh, my God, look at that, and you stare, and then you keep walking. The difference is, is these guys... Not only do they stare for long amounts of time, but they come back every single day. And they're and some, and they have, Yeah, some of them follow the women around. Some of them just stand there and don't care if the girl is, like, uh, creeped out by them or trying to turn away, and they just keep positioning themselves, you know, no matter which way the girl turns. And <laughs> So you have a guide on peeping. Um, explain some of these methods like how did you notice this were you just sitting in the park and all of a sudden you're like wow look at that pervert just obviously so, staring know, at a girl's skirt when i first started it was unavoidable like even if you wanted to not watch they would find a way like a, uh, they're all they're standing in front of you and all it takes is one girl in a skirt to sit next to you and pretty soon you're you're sitting there either talking to your friend or reading or whatever and you look up and there's all these guys forming a train in front of you. You're like a line. And you're like, and then you look to your right and there's a girl sitting there and they're all staring at her and they're all lined up because they all, it's a very narrow view, you know? And so, uh, yeah, they, and then, you know, and then it came to a point where I was like, I got to start documenting this. They're giving me no choice. I'm, I'm, I didn't even have to get up and move to document it. I could just sit there and start taking pictures exactly where I was. And, and I also got the impression from them that they didn't care, that they were more than So they were just happy. overtly staring up girls' skirts and just had no shame about that it. The, they, they have commented to me in no uncertain terms that it is a badge of their masculinity <laughs> and that I'm a faggot for, for, for showing, you know, for taking pictures and making fun of them for it. And the reason that I do this is because they say I like to sleep with boys, and they, I mean, they go, they, and they, they'll even come up, they've even sat down next to me and told me that they've slept with the girls. Like, they regularly sleep with the girls if they peep like that. Yeah, I'm sure that works. When you're, when you're staring yeah. at a girl for hours, I'm sure she's going to be turned on and be like, hey, let's just go have sex. So that's what they do. They, uh, I've, I've gotten emails from them because I do hand out the postcard to people so they know how to contact me via email. Uh, and, you know, they write to me and say, I went home with this girl afterwards and I got to peep at her crouch, uh, more than just her crouch and stuff like that. They totally, they're, they don't speak good English. And, uh, her crouch. Anyway. So you caught the attention of Inside Edition, though. They, didn't they uh, film an episode where you were confronting these Union Square peepers, like Catch a Predator yeah, style? Yeah, I, I got a phone call from one of the guys, or for, no, an email, actually, saying we saw your methods of a peeper videos, and we would like to do an Inside Edition piece on them. If we were to come down there, could you show us it? And I was like, sure, I'd be happy to. And when they came down, I kind of had to say to the guy, listen, I don't have any control over these guys. I can't predict them. I can't tell when they're going to be, where they're going to be. If they're here, they're here. If they're not, they're not. And while I was telling him this story, there, a girl sat down next to us, and a guy stood in front of us and was taking pictures up her skirt. And I said, there's one right now. So then he was like, what? And he looked up, and I said, that guy right there is taking pictures of this girl's skirt. And he couldn't believe it. And he jumped up, and he like stood behind the guy and looked at his camera. And he was like, he, was, he knew he had a show. 
So do you ever go up to the girl and say, hey, you know, this guy is uh, staring up your skirt right now? Yeah, yeah, that doesn't go over that well either. When, I, when we first started seeing it, I, had, I even had a girlfriend who would, like, go up and say, hey, you know, that guy right there. But no girl wants to hear that. Even from another girl, they just want – the times that I've seen it happen, the girl has been offended and is trying to ignore it, and all you're doing is drawing light to something she's trying to ignore, and uh, uh, that's why you don't go up. You know, signs that we were talking about. He goes up regularly and talks to girls and says, "Like, hey, hey, Missy, close your legs. A girl, guys are peeping your panties. He'll go up and say that to them, and they're like, eh, you know, like they don't want to hear that from somebody, some guy. Yeah, so, some girls uh, probably kind of are are into that kind of thing. Well, the, there's always the exhibitionists <laughs> out there. Yeah, there are there are always the exhibitionists. I can. I mean, we've got to stress that the guys. Uh, who are doing the peeping aren't any kind of Don Juans. You know? so, so it's not like Brad Pitt or Johnny Depp out no, there doing this the, peeping. It's not the Brad Pitt of uh, peepers out there that I've seen. <laughs> so this, when they filmed that Inside Edition episode, I read that they uh, they actually had female researchers with uh, cameras in their in their in their purses. And did yeah, they have cam- cameras like in their shorts? I was shocked at the amount of time and money they put into doing this. They they filmed there for like. A period of like four or five months. It was a whole summer. And they had a person with cameras stationed up at Whole Foods, which kind of looks down at the park. And then they had women who had cameras in their purses and on their person. And then they had a couple other guys who were running around with cameras who, when they spotted, you know, they would, the guy in Whole Foods would call the person and say, we've got one. He's wearing a blue jacket over. And then the person on the street would run around and look in the back of the camera to see if he was indeed taking pictures because that was the only ones they went after were the taking picture ones because uh, that is illegal so they could do a show on that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they, they had one. And then it was at the end of those, when their three or four months were up, they had one week where they just uh, confronted all of them at once. And uh, they brought out the those you know those microphones and the big light reflector things and cameras men from either side and the, a woman with a with a microphone would come up and go excuse me sir would you mind telling explaining what you're taking pictures of can we take a look at your camera and then they chase the guy out of the park or into the train station or whatever with cameras. You you started all of this, Bob. You're like the original cockblocker here of Union Square. Uh, yes, exactly. I am. <laughs> I, I think I do have the. Uh, uh, I think I am the one who discovered this, and kind of <laughs> the only guy who ever. Not that that's anything to be that proud of, but yeah, I think I'm the first guy to do a, be so uh, in depth on this. Yeah, uh, amazing strangers. You can check it out on your website. I I watched a bunch of these videos. You get some interesting characters. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about, and you're, this is actually quite controversial at the time, and was one of the first viral websites, really. It was one of the first viral websites. Your Jesus dress-up uh, magnets. Uh, that, you know, uh, I remember when that started. I've, I still have friends to this day. I think I had uh, I, a girlfriend of mine used to have the original one, and we used to have it on our fridge. But that was oh, nice. the, one of the first viral websites, really. It really took off. I definitely, I mean, it was so big that for, for, oh, since like 2004 to 2009 or 10, it was, if you type Jesus into Google, it was the number one site, number one or two, you know, just below Wikipedia. So a little quick explanation. It's uh, it's a magnet of Jesus on the cross, and you can pull like outfits and put it on top of them. And you have a bunch of different themes now. There's like the, the bondage theme. 
uh, there's like the Christmas theme. There's like uh, just a, a, a Halloween theme, and, and you could just put all the, the all these Wars, Star Lady Wars. Gaga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's great. So, wh- how did this all start? Like, wh- wh- what was the inspiration of this? Uh, oh well, that I was uh, that I was raised in a very religious house, and uh, and then in when I hit thirty, uh, I lost my faith and had, was pretty angry about what I felt like were a bunch of untruths that I'd been taught. And, uh, and I had that Jesus dress up drawing that I did back in art school back in 91. I had drawn that cause I was kind of a, whatever, a pissed off punk rock art student is what I thought I was. And so I drew a little color form version, a little black and white version of that, the, the Jesus on the cross and just a whole bunch of like color form clothes next to him. Then, uh, it was in 2000. Oh yeah. In 2000, when I got the, technology to actually make it into a working web page the the movable layers yeah and i bought a little book on how to do the programming and stuff and uh, did it in dreamweaver and uh and it took off i mean i put that website up and within a few months it was getting millions of hits yeah it was huge it was like mullets galore at that time you remember that site yeah. There are only a few though that were like huge like hugely viral because the internet was kind of it's kind of was the genesis of the internet back then but yeah, this Absolutely. this website was huge. So what happened? You ended up uh, marketing it, uh, putting. I know Urban Outfitters used to sell it. Used to sell it. Yeah, I went to. Uh, I, I, the second that the site started going viral in 2000, I started my research on how to get a made into magnets. But everyone refused the job. I would take it to other to manufacturers of die cut magnets, and they would all refuse it because of the content. It was. Somebody within the company was offended and said, we won't do this project. What about uh, China? Was around, well, that's what happened. What happened was is I moved to New York, and just a little bit of time spent out here, I found a store out here called Toy Tokyo, and Toy Tokyo had a lot of some of the very blasphemous toys and stuff. And so I went to the owner, and I said, how do you get these made? And he helped me out, and, uh, and uh, I get them made in Hong Kong now. And I've been getting them made in Hong Kong uh, since. Hmm. So you just rolled out a, a new set, though, right? I just rolled out the new BDSM Jesus dress-up, and I have a new Batman one coming up this next year uh, where you can dress up Jesus as uh, famous Batman villains and other characters. And this, these, this is like a magnet set, so uh, people you can put on your fridge. I think this is a great holiday gift. I think it's a, it's a holiday gift that keeps on giving because you can have it on your fridge all year. Um, can you order right from your website? Yeah, if you go to JesusDressUp.com uh, or just type in, you know, Jesus Dress Up Magnets into Google and it will come right up. Uh, and I, uh, it's the place to go. I ship them out right away and they're very popular. And you can get all seven sets for 77 bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a great idea. Very original. And not to mention, uh, you piss a lot of people off with that. Uh, namely, Mel Gibson. Didn't Mel Gibson say he was horrified by it? Well, uh, one of the reasons that it, it took off and made the news was because uh, when I had them in Urban Outfitters, that was exactly the same time when Passion of the Christ came out. And so all the news channels, great comedy, when, they report the on, when they would report on Passion, they'd say, Mel Gibson is making money off of Jesus, and so was Urban Outfitters. And it was on you know, MSNBC and Comedy Central and uh, you know, Spanish networks, and everybody did a thing on it at that time. And it, that blew it all up. Urban dropped their... Uh, their orders with me when they got the um, negative press, but it didn't matter. I had so many other stores and buyers online that it uh, 
it didn't really affect me. It's good to hear it's still uh, successful. You should have sent a pack, like a gift package to Mel. Oh, I did. Believe me, <laughs> getting stuff to these celebrities is not as easy as you might think, but I was doing everything I could. I wrote an article about Mel Gibson uh, uh, supporting my magnets and all that. <laughs> but, uh, I went, and then I went and saw the movie Dressed as Satan, and I was able to milk some more press by doing that. <laughs> well, you've got a lot of celebrity endorsements, too, for uh, the Jesus dress-up. I saw some pics of like uh, Kevin Smith and Gilbert Gottfried holding up yep, the sets. Yep, Jared Silverman and... Uh, David Cross, uh, I've been John Waters. Some of no, these people no, I used to run see into John the Waters be into it. Um, wow, yeah, great holiday gift. Sick and Wrong definitely recommends it. Just go to uh, JesusDressUp.com and uh, yeah, pick out a set. Uh, Bob, it's been great talking to you. Uh, thanks for being I on the I show. All your questions about Roman. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I was very interested, and in, uh, he's probably my favorite of the uh, the Amazing Strangers. And people, you can check that out. Go to uh, normalbobsmith.com and click on Amazing Strangers, and you can see dot, you know, uh, profiles of all of these uh, characters who hang out in Union Square. May you you make me want to go back to New York and uh, hang out in Union Square for a bit. That's the one yeah. thing about that city because I, I live in L.A. I've lived in San Francisco, and you know, San Francisco has its characters. L.A. has some people uh, that are interesting, just, uh, just a small amount. But New York City is just the hub of uh, just some of the most interesting people. There's always something going I, on in that city. I feel the same way, and I, I kind of hope to illustrate that with the videos I shoot. Yeah, and I, I think you have. Uh, Bob, thanks for being on the show, man. Uh, happy I holidays, see. and uh, yeah, take it easy. You too, boy. Let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? I bet you'd love more, right? Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. Select one item and get 10 free gifts, including free shipping when you enter offer code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E at AdamandEve.com. So we got some phone calls here, the Sick and Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846. Uh, I got some emails, too, if we have some time. Um, you know what? I was going through, I have a bunch of calls that I haven't done for a while. Like Let's I have some it. shit stories, have some is that gay calls. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was thinking it's a good opportunity to get, to get through some of these. So, um, okay, actually, this first one isn't even, this is uh, from this guy. Uh, he's a character on the show. This guy's a character. I haven't truck, heard from him in a while. Fish guy. Oh, fish no, guy. The fish guy. He's calling in about uh, midgets. I like midgets. Hey, sick and wrong. This is a uh, this is fucking fish guy. My fucking car was stolen today, but I'm not calling about that. I'm calling about midgets in the workplace. Makes sense. Sure. There's one man. He's actually really cool. He's the only dude that I smoke joints with at uh, something CC West Seattle. Go figure it out if you're not from West Seattle. But that makes sense. That place has a midget, and that man is awesome. That's kind of cool having a midget friend. Do you have a midget friend? I don't. I have always you? wish I did, though. Do they have midgets in Australia? Yeah, they do. Uh, I can't, I've only met one or two. I don't think I have any midget friends, though. Do you have any Aborigine midget friends? I don't. <laughs> How amazing would that be? That would cover your diversity um, portfolio and your friendship group quite well. <laughs> I actually have an Aborigine midget friend named Rusty. He's got red hair. Yeah? Okay. Um, where's the bullshit come on? I feel like someone just earned it. Yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm an Australian midget. Now, that's just comic relief. 
Oh god. Is your uh, your sidekick to your superhero? Is he a midget or is he uh, a normal? New Zealand. No, yeah. he's a perfectly normal, intelligent human being. Oh, okay, so he's oh, a regular sorry, sorry, sized sorry, sorry, man. Sorry, let me not let me correct that. Normal as in regular size, not normal as in being midgets. Oh, okay. Are you, are you saying midgets aren't normal? Yeah, what yeah, are you that, trying to say? I, I just realized I, that could be interpreted that yeah. way, but that's definitely not what I meant. Have you ever had sex with a midget? I have not. Have you? <laughs> no. He <laughs> says would, nobody loves. Well, I would love to just because... He told me not to tell the story on the air. What I, you know, I've never actually had sex with a midget, but I think if I met a midget, even if she wasn't all that attractive, I'd still want to get a blowjob. Well, I want to hold someone by their ankles upside down while they blow me. I mean, oh. that's always been a fantasy of mine. That, yeah, and that yeah, would be sexy. Always... I bet you that's illegal in Britain. That's probably. probably. Um, I wonder if midget porn's illegal in Britain. I didn't well, say anything about it. Unless you, unless they come, if it's female, unless they come. Oh, okay, yeah. If, if, if the female midget's deriving any pleasure from the sex so act, it's, it's, illegal. it's illegal. Sorry. You know, I'm not sure about the fisting, though. <laughs> like, is that different? Is it... but, but the thing is, though, a midget, think about it. A midget's blowing you. She's got her little hand on your dick. How big do you think your dick would look? Like, yeah. for me, I need all the help I can get. Yeah. I think yeah, it would uh, be like, wow, this is really making me feel better as a man. That's you why know. ten-year-olds are so hot. All right, now hey don't now. even go there. Hey right, you crossed a line. Whoa, whoa! You crossed a line. I've okay. Been drinking. But I, I like this. I like this. If I had a, if I had a midget, I actually do work with a with a dwarf. Her name's Katie. What I would a, totally get a blowjob from Katie. What does she look like? You know, she's not that unattractive. I mean, she kind of looks like she looks a little bit like uh, what's his name, Peter Dinklage, but with longer hair. Does she have the Frankenstein uh, squared head? Well, they all do. Eh, that's what turns me off. You yeah, know? but think of the little hands on your dick. Yeah, that's true. That's you true. know, I'm not thinking about that. Think of the little toes in your asshole. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking about. I could probably marry a midget. Yeah, they would no, appreciate. They she's... would appreciate all the li- I, the little things. I like her though. She's cool. Like I have to work with her every now and then, and she's very bitter. She's really? just really bitter. She's got an attitude. I like her though. I, I like a bitter midget. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's like if you if if I would go out of my way to make friends with a midget in the workplace, so I could have a midget friend. You are a scholar and gentleman. Yeah. yeah, just weighing in. I hope everyone gets AIDS and dies. I think the fish guy is yeah. drunk. He might yeah, be. I feel like that's. The All case. right, I, th- I think you're drunk there, fish guy. But thank you for sharing that with us. And I, yeah, I agree with you. I would smoke weed with a midget buddy if yeah. I had one. That yeah. would be fun. And I would yeah. stare and, at them. And I'm sorry about your car. Yeah. 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 That, that's awful. So yeah. when you're high with a midget, right? Do you put in um, uh, Terry Gilliam's first movie? Uh, Which one? Uh, Twelve Monkeys? No, no, his first movie with all the midgets. Uh, oh, Time, time Bandits. Bandits! Do you put time in Time Bandits. Bandits? Do you put that on? I mean, that's a classic. I, I think that's. I think that's bad taste, though. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah well, it depends probably... on the. I guess it depends on the sense of humor. I guess. Midget, you know. Yeah. Although, if I was a midget, you put that on and be like, you know, what? fuck you. Yeah. Asshole. Yeah. It could be taken the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. And then, I would just do it just to kind of you know take the piss on you though a yeah. little bit. Do you put it on and then masturbate? I mean, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. All right, uh, we got a couple of that gay questions to get to. Uh, let me roll the theme music here. I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I think unicorns are kick-ass. Is that gay? I just watched my brother jerk off. Is that gay? I'm at the urinal and this guy's looking over the wall. Is that gay? I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I think you've got a really nice ass. Okay, uh, this first one is about a term called boofing, which I had never actually, I didn't know what boofing, do you know what boofing is? I have no idea what is. Is that, that a British thing? No, it's an American thing. Oh, okay. But I, I no think idea. it's, well, it's a, you know, anyone could do it, but uh, I had never heard that term before. So when this guy called in initially, he mentioned boofing, and we just kind of didn't really know what he was talking about. So here he is clarifying the term. 
Sure North Bay Carpenter here. Hey, called in with the Is That Gay question for you guys. Made it on episode 457. Uh, you guys got on to the uh, question, but uh, you guys kind of blew it for the explanation. So I thought I would call in and clarify. So, boofing, B-O-U-S-S-I-N-G, the act of inserting or ingesting any substance through the anus. Hmm. So, my is that gay question is, if you spot your bro boofing a pill or blowing some coke up his ass, boofing a pill, is that gay? Say you're with some chicks, you know, hanging out, taking some ecstasy. You're like, hey, bro, can you spot me while I boof this pill? Is that gay, even though you're hanging out with some chicks? You know, keep it sick, Renan, tell us. I have the definitive answer to that, actually. I'd love to As hear long it. as the substance isn't semen, it's not gay. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's not a sexual act, then... So, so if it was... But let's say, okay, you two, you know, we're just sitting here. I went to go to the bathroom. You guys are just in the sick room studio. And Ozzy Tyler is like, hey, mate, could you help me out here and uh, shove this, uh, I don't know, this little Foster's, a uh, little bit of Foster's up his ass. I I'm you not don't think that would be gay? Shoving the can up his ass would be gay, but pouring the Fosters into his asshole, no, that's, I still just, that's think, just helping I think, him bro out. I that's think that would be gay. Really? Huh. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. If, is the can open or is it closed? Oh, it's no, open. he's pouring oh, a little bit pouring? in your ass. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're bent over with your asshole, like your uh, ass spreads, your asshole yeah. open, yeah. gaping, and gaping, then he's pouring yes. it in the <laughs> It's gulping, making a gulping sound. I feel like there's better ways to drink Fosters. Is that like an Australian bonding ritual? Does that happen a lot with a Right drunk, before you do the walkabout. Drunk Australians. Yeah. 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 How else you meant to truly trust a man? Yeah. Until <laughs> he's poured Fosters, until he's poured the fosters into your <laughs> asshole. That's how, <laughs> that's how you become best friends. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, um, that's not gay. Come on. I don't know. But have you ever actually done a drug by, I guess, boofing? We, I've called I, it booty bumps. I have not. I have not. But aren't there certain drugs that you're meant to take that way? I don't think you're meant to take it, but you can. It's, it hits you faster. It's suppositories. Yeah. But like cocaine, you can shove cocaine up your ass and you'll get higher quicker. Yeah. You get ecstasy. Oh. Ecstasy yeah. works, yeah. Your pee hole works too, but... You know. I've, I've had cocaine in my butt before. Okay. I've had cocaine in the butt. Um, I had an ex-girlfriend that was into that. I put oh. cocaine in her butt. She put cocaine in my butt. How did that work out for you? You know, I, I was already pretty fucked up, so I don't think I really f like felt it. Hmm. Uh, my brother does meth up his ass. That's interesting. It's a, it's a very common thing, a booty bump. Does your asshole burn from that? One of the many things that my brother probably shows up his mm -hmm. asshole, but uh, I imagine that must burn. It's got to burn. I mean, right? I've, yeah. <laughs> I've done my fair yeah. share of speed, and it burns like hell through your nostril. Could yeah. you imagine? Good Lord. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Through, Be like uh, Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, yeah, and I, met, I, I, met, I mean, I think the high is that much quicker. It just hits you quicker. Because yeah, you're doing it up your ass. Does yeah, the yeah. high from cocaine up your nose take that much longer? <laughs> I mean, really? That you, now we're pulling our pants down? <laughs> do you think weed would be as popular if you had to, like, you know, do it through a suppository? Probably not. Probably, Probably not. not. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, instead yeah. of just smoking a joint with your butt, it's like, yeah. hey, you want to split one of these? Just yeah. stick it up the uh, keister. Mm -hmm. Have the one guy yeah. then goes to smoke it afterwards. It's like, no, 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 stop. So I guess the question is here, if you're, okay, if, if it's just you two guys... Pouring Fosters in your asshole. I would yeah. assume that's kind of gay. Not gay. But if there's gay. a couple girls in the room, like a couple Australian birds mm -hmm. hanging out, I don't think it's as gay. What if you're related to the girls? Well, well now that gets into a whole other a whole situation yeah. here, oh. yeah. Because now oh. you're talking incest. Oh. Um, Why does but, this have to be sexual? 
Well, because it's, uh, it's that gay it's question. Just your asshole. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's an is that gay. And the thing is, it's, I guess, you, I mean, it depends. Like, are you naked when you're doing this, the Foster's ritual? Is it just like the pants around the ankle? <laughs> just what, pants what, pulled what, down. What, like, well, it depends what, on how close you want to become with that friend, doesn't it? At what point in the relationship do you do the Australian uh, friendship ritual? Well, it's normally a test around like a week or two. You bring oh, okay. Up, so oh, just two a couple weeks. It, oh, and yeah. then like if, if they kind of hint that they're okay with it. It's like courting a woman. <laughs> Okay. Like, you kind of test the waters a little bit, and then you go for it. And then your best buds. And then your best your buds. bros. Yeah. Australia. Aussie yeah. bros. Yeah. yeah. I imagine. Exactly it's how very special. Yeah. Then you blow each other, and then you're best friends for life. So, uh, you know, you're, you're spotting your buddy there boofing a drug. I think you're gay there, kid. You should uh, probably just watch gay porn now. Yeah. Um, here's the next question. Is another next is that gay question? Hey, Dan, Lance. Got a this is gay question for you. Is it gay if two of my very drunk friends did ass-to-ass Requiem for a Dream style while a girl cheered them on? So, is that gay? (laughs) Is that a double dildo? Thanks. That's a disturbing visual. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that movie? Yes. That's a fantastic movie. There's a great scene. It's such an epic scene with Jennifer Connelly. And uh, I forget who the other girl is, some other stripper. And they have a dildo in their asses, right? And they're going back and forth. It's a double-sided dildo back and forth. They're both just like popping their booties together. For heroin. Yeah, but... It's it was a beautiful it was, thing. It makes it, you tear up a little bit and love this country, doesn't it? Yeah, it was a, it was a great hard, scene. If you work hard, you can earn some heroin. That's the thing. It's like you work hard, you yeah. get your drugs, you, get your drugs, you know? Yeah. You can't be lazy. Right. You can't just you know, be a slacker. It doesn't happen in China. You get no. shot in the head. Yeah, you can't be a slacker here. You know, you got to work a little bit for your right. drugs. And that's what they did. So so this is, this is weird. This is guys so, now we're talking? Yeah, this, so they're at a party. This girl's like, I want to see you two guys booty bumping mm-hmm. requiem from a dream style so my question is are they just bumping their asses together okay. or are they or are no, they no. putting a dildo in each other's asses gay gay i mean either way so you're saying it's but what do you think well if the dildo well, no, okay there, it's, i know it's different in australia it wouldn't be in the ass it'd be in the mouth because it's obviously uh, oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we've already oh, because of the well, southern hemisphere yeah, things backwards do you guys ever do that like two australian men just go ass to has put a can of fosters and just crush the can <laughs> I saw that in the movie is once. that the conclusion of the friend I, ritual? I just realized I have what seen Australian porn. porn is. Yeah. Yeah. I, have I just seen realized it what Australian right. porn is. Yeah. So Unless I, I dreamt that. So <laughs> Australian porn is just dudes are smashing a Foster's cans. Well, they're first. <laughs> and then fucking like, midget aborigines. <laughs> and they're recycling it afterwards. So they're yeah, good. Eco friendly. Uh, uh, how hot is the girl that's watching, though? Like, is it potential to sleep with her and that's why they're doing the activity? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. So then, because I'd be more willing to do, you know, do something potentially gay like that if, if we both could bone this if girl. Both, yeah. I mean... But if you bump your asshole and you feel your friend's furry asshole <laughs> bump against yours, you're, there's no coming okay. back from that. But what, I mean, what if it? you're wearing jeans? Like, you're wearing clothes, but oh, you're bumping your asses together. Oh, they're not bare asses? Well, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Let's, let's say, do you think it. that's gay if you're clothed? I, I've done that on the uh, the subway a few times. <laughs> that happens. I mean, are there a bunch of people up. cheering you on though? And hang on, your friend's very odd. Is your friend a, a Wookie by chance? <laughs> well, you know, yeah, yeah, a Wookie, okay, yeah, yeah. You're friends with a Wookie. Um, yeah, I don't like. Yeah, it depends of like if there's reward for it afterwards. Like, and do you enjoy the bumping of the ass? 
Yeah, I guess do you have a boner while you're yeah. bumping the asses together? Well, I mean, post ass bumping, if your friend doesn't give you a reach around, he's just a fucking dick. He's dude. an awesome. Yeah, he's dude. probably not a good friend. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. So I'm I'm torn on this. It's sort of gay. I'm thinking it's kind of gay, but if you guys do end up getting to bone this girl together, you know, as long as your balls don't touch, then it's probably not gay at all. Yeah. You know, that happens so, in Australia a lot. I'm gonna say if you do get a chance to bone this chick that suggested this uh, this act, then That's it's not true. gay. But if it's just you guys just doing it, yeah, it's kind of gay. Yeah, yeah, for her amusement, that's kind of gay. Because what else are you going to do for amusement? Yeah. You, know, you know, what's next? Broads aren't getting wet over guys bumping each other's asses, no. though. It's I don't, a slippery I don't slope, though. You start with the ass bumping, and the next thing you know, it's just like you're slobbing your, your buddy's knob. That's true. And just because, well, that's you know, true. the chick wants to do that, then that's kind of gay. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I would be, uh, I would think your friend is gay. Yeah. If, it's, if this is actually about your friend, which I always wonder. You guys should both tell your parents. Yeah. All right, the final one here is a shit story. So let's uh, let's air the theme music for that. A lot of theme music today. Shit and wrong. Uh, quick shit story for you. Because that's the only ones I know. Um, got really drunk at a bar, and I was taking the side roads home. I do not condone drunk driving, but it does happen. It does and happen. Uh, started feeling kind of woozy, a little dizzy, motion sickness and booze, you know, not too good. So I pulled over, and I uh, wasn't sure what was going to happen, but then, you know, I just started vomiting. And after that first initial, like, you know, that, that push, you know, you're an asshole, like, you know, there's pressure, you know, and, and if you really have to shit, this is going. it could cause a problem. So <laughs> I almost shit my pants, but I was lucky almost. enough for the next Eve to yank down my pants and uh, and shit and vomit all over someone's front yard. Hmm. And this is a road I frequent in the morning when I'm driving to work, so <laughs> hopefully they did not see me. But in the morning, Paul, needless to say, to wrap it up, I, I did get home successfully. <laughs> But um, I try not to take that route anymore going to work because I'm sure someone in the morning came out and saw a puddle of vomit, a puddle of shit, and some sort of and paper. Dick to me. Kudos. Yeah. Suck it. I, uh, I chalked that up as a good night. You didn't shit <laughs> your bed and you got home. So how does that work? You know, you know when you walk your dog, your dog shits, you, you clean you it up. Yeah. So if you rooster tail on someone's lawn, you just, do you just you run just away run, just in run shame? <laughs> That's what you should do is run away in shame. But a part of you should be like, I should go clean that up. Yeah, I like, wouldn't clean it up. I wouldn't I clean it up. Oh, like, God, fuck no, that. No. But like, as a you know functioning member of this society, I feel like you should go back and yeah. the, the pooper scooper. And, and do that if you're an honorable person. Yeah. You know, I would say that this guy probably shouldn't have been driving. Yeah, absolutely not. Probably not, but who are we to judge? You know, some people say drug driving's wrong, and I call those people the police, and fuck them. Yeah. Because <laughs> they'll just shoot you. You're all racist. You're lucky you didn't get shot, mate. Casey's um, a habitual drunk driver. You don't still do it as often. I do not. I do not. Yeah, but I remember stories of you, just one eye open. Oh, there's been a You know, uh, trying to... The Did you have a rooster tail in your car, though? I've never done that, but, uh, you know, hey, a guy's got to get home, you know? Yeah. They put the still... bar really far from my house. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what am I going to do? Take the bus? Yeah, what am I going to take the bus? Yeah, could you imagine Taxi rooster tailing on the bus? Yeah, that, that'd be all, you wouldn't be you the know? first person to do it. Yeah, oh, no, I'm, I'm sure it's happened. that day. Well, I wonder what the, uh, could you imagine if the neighbor just like woke up and was just like, you know, guess who's 
shitting and puking on our lawn again. Living in the Tenderloin, I've woken up to puke and shit all over the front of my house yeah. several times. I've, and, I've seen it happen. And I've walked my dog in the Tenderloin and just saw a pile of shit, pile of shit, pile of shit, and thought, oh, a dog or whatever. But then one pile of shit had toilet paper in it. And I was like, hey, wait a minute. Dogs don't <laughs> use toilet paper. The, the worst <laughs> thing about this is like, you know, you're supposed to have that, that moment, you know, that, 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 that introspective moment when you're you're puking and you're shitting at the same time you had been drinking and driving you drank so much so so you're so excessive with your drinking that you're supposed to be like you know what I need to stop yeah. like, I need to stop I'm doing never that drinking again. but the fact of the matter there? is the next day yeah, okay. <laughs> you're gonna yeah. be like yeah well oh, I forgot about that you know it's like no one ever and we always make those decrees like we're, we're, I'm never doing this I will never be in this no. position again and then the next thing you know you're like ah fuck it yeah. well you gotta drink to forget <laughs> you know that time exactly <laughs> Good Lord. Wow, that was a good. That was an epic, an epic shit story. All right, people, you can call the uh, Sick Wrong Hotline two zero six 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 three eight four six. Yeah, we we need some more. Is that gay question? Some more my two cents calls, and uh, we always love to hear your shit stories. Um, if you're not listening to the show on iTunes, I don't know how you're listening to the show. Like, really, that's how you should be listening to the show because it helps us out. You can go to iTunes. You can do a search for Sick and Wrong. Subscribe, rate, comment. Uh, we'll appreciate you. We we appreciate that. We appreciate you listening. And uh, yeah, you can help us out by listening through iTunes. Also, we have prints available on the uh, the website. Zigaronpodcast.com slash store. You can buy prints, which will make excellent Christmas gifts. Great stocking stuffers. You can put a, you can put, put a print of me and uh, Wackerly, and we'll sign it. We'll, we'll say Happy Jesus Day you for you. You should play the Is That Gay music under that promo yeah you know that that that's what should happen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know how like you can get those cards where you open a card and there's music <laughs> you should probably open you open yeah. the uh, envelope with the print and yep. it just has that is that gay theme music because that's the gayest print i've ever yep. seen i um, hope someone out there's beaten off to it i just hope at least one person i bet you i bet you somebody is for didn't sure. you do that earlier today no no i thought about it <laughs> I'll, I'll hook you up with the print there ozzy, <laughs> ozzy tyler at least i can do for shaming your country. Are they waterproof? Yeah. Are they waterproof? Oh, we'll see. Are they Foster's proof? I don't know. <laughs> Nothing is. So go to sickgroundpodcast.com slash store. You can buy some uh, prints. You can buy uh, some, some teas. That also makes a great uh, Christmas gift. T-shirts. And uh, I'm also ordering some stickers. So sickgroundpodcast.com slash store. Finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week was sent from Matt on Facebook. Matt writes, the drummer from Cake is going the distance with toddlers. You guys hear about that? I heard about that. I was I a little not. freaked out. You know that band Cake from the nineties? Yeah. Um, they did that song Go in the Distance as we're gonna end the show with here. Uh Cake drummer Pete McNeil has been sentenced to fifteen years to life in California for molesting a three year old at a Thanksgiving party. Three year old's a little far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oral copulation. My yeah, god. As if you needed to know that. Yeah. Yeah, so um, this guy from Cake, what, what do you think the other band members are like? Yeah, you know. We think, saw that coming. I think you're going to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like everybody else is banging these indie groupie chicks that hang out in the bus, and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to wait. You know, maybe, Are we going to go by a preschool a little later? <laughs> maybe he had so many indie chicks after a while, he just you know started getting more and more depraved and ended up being a Just one of them younger and younger and younger. What's up with drummers, the ACDC drummer? He was also a molester, wasn't he? Not a molester. Uh, he uh, was trying to, to murder someone. Oh, wait, murder no, he someone. tried to murder yeah. someone. Yeah, yeah. Or no, Pete Townsend. Pete Townsend oh, was yeah, the yeah. who. He was a molester, right? No, he got caught with child porn, and he said it was for a book. I'm doing air quotes for a book. For a book. He yeah. got off because he's got tons of dough, but we you know. Well, this guy in Cake apparently had uh, done this before. So now he's uh, sentenced 15 years to life in a California state prison. I'm sure he's going to be quite popular there. There's I probably a so. lot of Cake fans. Yeah. In uh, prison. So uh, we're going to end the show here with Going the Distance.
Which I don't think, if you listen to the lyrics of that song, I don't think it's intended to be about going the distance with three-year-olds. Probably not. But I could be wrong. But it works. You never know. I it think it, it, it does work. Yeah. So maybe the song, Going the Distance, means something different to pedophiles. Mm -hmm. So apparently it did, meant something different to Pete McNeil. I bet you when he gets out, he's not going to be allowed to be back in the band. Probably you can always not. replace a drummer pretty easily. What if they do yeah. put him back in the band? I'm game. I'm there. To <laughs> I'll go see that You're going to be more of a play. fan. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, anyway, we got to get out of here. Thank you, Ozzy Tyler and uh, Casey, for co-hosting. And uh, let me know when uh, Captain Australia has been launched, and uh, we'll plug it here on the show. And thank you, Normal Bob, for being on the show. Check out normalbobsmith.com, and uh, you can buy the Jesus dress-up magnets uh, for your loved ones. People will be back next week with episode 462. And, uh, yeah, we'll have the, uh, the Married Wackerly, the officially Married Wackerly back on the show. Can't wait. Yeah. Looking forward to that, the married version of Wackerly. What's that going to be like? Uh, who knows? We'll find out. We'll be back next week. Until then, take it sleazy. Bye, everybody. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes. The flags go up. Churning and burning. They yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns Their prowess is potent and secretly stern As they speed through the finish, the flags go down The fans get up and they get out of town The arena is empty, except for one man Still driving and striving as fast as he can The sun has gone down and the moon has come up And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom Just ran into the uh, the studio.
Charming, mate. I, I think I'm starting to figure out why you're single. What's that? Nothing. <laughs> That's how it is. It's Foster's made it. Bring. I almost want to do a disclaimer of like, listen to all those Australians who are going to hate on me for drinking Foster's. Oh no, you can't say that. It was a free beer, and fuck off if you wouldn't no, take no, it. No, no, <laughs> you'll ruin the joke. Like, yeah, yeah. Piece of shit. 